Welcome to the Exercising Depression Podcast Happy Hour. My name is Claire, your host, and this week, as you can probably tell, is the first ever episode of Happy Hour. Now, this Happy Hour, if you don't know what it is, go and listen to my most recent, I say most recent, my, my last episode where I put forward the idea about doing a happy hour. And this week, I have some very excellent guests. Um, I have some friends of mine. I have um, Hannah and Tom from the Robots for Eyes podcast. And I have my friend Steve, who has been on the podcast before. Um, and I'll fill you in a little bit about the happy hour thing. It is um, basically once a month, um, I'm going to be recording an episode of Exercise and Depression. But it won't necess- necessarily be about... Um, my heart. Basically, I'm just going to have a, a chat with some friends, one, two, three, maybe more friends, and we just talk about anything, really. There may be themes, like this one is, and maybe they might not be. But this week's, this very, very first <laughs> uh, happy hour episode is we're going to be talking about ghosts and spooky things because uh, we've spoken about it a little bit together. It was a lot on um, some group chats, and I thought it would be a really fun way to kick off happy hour. So... Yes, just a disclaimer though, that is some salty language <laughs> on this episode. We do talk about ghosts and spooky things um, and we did have um, some technical issues with our microphones as the um, episode was drawing to a close, so it does cut off quite abruptly, but um, yes, there will be an outro too from me as well. So yes, so uh, enjoy the first episode of Happy Hour with me, Hannah, Tom and Steve. been on the podcast before and still is my most popular episode <laughs> yeah that was a good one I, yeah, good good one. I enjoyed it I, we both enjoyed it so uh would you guys like to introduce yourselves tom and hannah you can go first hello i'm hannah uh, i am one of three of the robots rise podcast hosts i would say and uh yeah i'm really happy to be here today to talk about Cool, creepy things. Nobody <laughs> ever hosts Tom. That's about it. That's all you need to know. That's all you need to know. He's Tom. <laughs> and uh, and yeah, and I'm Steve, um, featured in Claire's most popular episode, apparently. Yeah. Which is good. Um, autographs autographs uh, upon request, please. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> And for the very first episode of Happy Hour, we're going to be talking about spooky ghost things, which we've been meaning to talk about for a really long time, actually. Um, The Mm. premise of Happy Hour is basically, I'm I'm going to be doing an episode each month that isn't sort of me talking about how much of a nutter I am. Um, We're going to talk about things that are a bit more fun, a bit more lighthearted, and just have a laugh with it, really. I know it's Happy Hour, but it is 10 o'clock in the morning, so there's no beer, just coffee. (laughs) It's five o'clock in Australia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whoever's listening can uh, it'll be up later on today. So if you listen to this on happy hour, please feel free to have a beer. 
So, Steve, you said that you have uh, spooky ghosts things to talk about. Do you want to share your stories? Stories? Yeah. Uh, well, <clears throat> yeah. It's a bit. It was a bit of an odd one. Um, really because like i was i was young um so like how old would i have been um like probably like eight or nine um maybe 10 at the, at the time and it so going going back a little bit like before i sort of tell the story like i used to go fishing quite a lot with my dad so we go down the local pond and like you know you're just sitting there fishing for tiddlers and whatever and like you used to get people coming past and there always used to be this old, like really, really old couple that used to come past all the time, walking the dog, like they live around the corner, just a sweet old couple. Mm. And um, anyway, so one particular day I caught quite a sizable fish for, for, for me. Um, so my dad took a picture and these two old folk was like in the background, just like, <laughs> you know, like uh, little Steve's caught a fish. Um, and then we got that printed out as many other photos and whatever. Then I put it on my... Uh, my little board in, in my room so I've got all these pictures and whatever and then like going like months and months down the line um this this guy this what the guy like passed away bless him so like I mean they were old but so anyway so I'm just lying in bed one night it's like what like 10 o'clock or some something like that um my mum and dad are downstairs my sister was in the next room she's like she was like four three or four at the time and um anyway it's pretty much pitch black so and i'm looking at the at my my little board with all my pictures on it and i'm just lying there and i'm trying to make out one of the photos and i could like i know it was all those years ago i was like nine years old at the time i'm 37 now and i can just i can remember it so vividly and i was just I was looking at it and I couldn't make out the picture because it was so dark. And then the second that I made it out and I was like, oh, it's that picture of me with, you know, old bloody Fred or whatever. The second I made it out, a voice went, Stephen. What? And I was like, okay. And then I looked at it again and made it out and it went, Stephen. What? Like I, so I just literally got up and I was like, Zoom. see ya so i went downstairs like crying to my mom you know like someone's in the name um and yeah so like she came back up like checked the room out my sister was like three at the time so she's not going to be whispering steven in a man's voice um, <laughs> do you know like so to this day like because i try and like just make things logical in my head you know like there must be an explanation for it but that's the only thing that i've i've had that I've got no explanation for whatsoever like unless it was like my dad just trolling me you know which i highly doubt because when i when i zoomed out of bed you know they were downstairs watching tv as as you know parents would do so yeah and then um, the next morning those pictures came right down <laughs> and i've never had them up again um but i, I mean i lived like right behind a graveyard as well uh, like the local graveyard so that was um so i you know i just don't know and like i never i didn't see anything or, or anything like that it was just that voice and i can remember it like it was just like it was yesterday it's so weird when impression on you from your youth you know that it's it's legit when you can remember it like you know over 30 odd years later crystal clear absolutely yeah and it, it, it is as well it's that it's that whisper the Stephen that Stephen 
like going up at the end. Oh, you like the intonation going up at the end. You like you remember it precisely, like in clear detail. Yeah, yeah, I've got, I've got. There's no doubt in my mind that's exactly what what happened. And I, I you know, you know, if you think back to your memory when you're like eight, you know, you whatever your memory might be the first time, first day of primary school or something like that like you don't remember like just random days do you when you're eight years bloody old so yeah uh, yeah that that was my my story but I, I mean i've heard like others from like friends who will say that um one of my friends said that his um nephew like two-year-old nephew was standing in the corner of their house like having a full-blown conversation with uh, someone called like barry or something and then it, it turned out that like barry was um the mum uh, like their parents grandparents or something like that and it's just like oh, well, what do you think about that because that's like you can say coincidence and okay yeah let's just say coincidence but for a little kid to be saying Barry in a mm. house, and I know they say that little, little kids are more sus- like, I don't know, what's open, open to, to uh, because as we get older, we close our minds off, don't we, apparently? Yeah. Kids are more susceptible to seeing things. It makes you wonder whether the little yeah. kids are there seeing it, going, what's going on? There's a bloke called Barry yeah. in the corner. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, kids are innocent, aren't they, for the most part? Do you know, like, so if, you're, if you've are if you got a kid who's standing in the corner saying, oh, hi, Barry, do you know, like, there's no reason for them to be doing that. They don't know anyone called Barry or, you know, or whatever, it, you know, the, the name is. So, yeah, I, and you hear that, like, through throughout the ages or whatever, do you know, like, it's always kids who are bloody speaking to these people. So, yeah, there's got to be something in it, isn't there? <laughs> yeah, my um, my I've got um three nephews. Or one of them, the eldest is five, and my sister, my my twin sister's got two boys, and she was um I was chatting to her the other night. And she was like, oh my god, um, I'll not say his name, but oh, the eldest has uh, really freaked me out the other morning because he was he was up dead early, so coming to to my sister's bed, and was looking up at the corner, top corner of the room, and said, "Mama." Why is there a face up there? Oh. I was like, oh! I'd be like, yeah! me now! And we leave the room and never come back in. Burn the house down. Burn the house down, exactly. That's what you can do. Apparently, um, so, I've got, so I've got a twin sister and I've got a younger sister who's four years younger. <clears throat> I don't obviously remember this, but apparently when my younger sister was born, we lived in this house down in, in Kent um, and apparently she, my mum would put my sister upstairs and me and my, my twin sister would be downstairs playing or whatever and like almost every day when, when my younger sister was upstairs having a, a nap or whatever, we'd always ask my mum, why are the ladies going upstairs to go see my sister? And she was like, shut up. Shut up. <laughs> what are you seeing? <laughs> yeah. I, I the annoying thing is I saw it but I remember because I was like, well, I was about five, so I should have remembered, but don't really remember. There was a kid, a story I heard about a kid who was about three years old, three or four years old, talking to a brother who was like six or eight, and like the parents overheard them talking, and the younger one was saying, I, "I'm basically I'm I'm getting worried because I'm forgetting what heaven's like," and you're like, "Hang on a second, what do you mean, little boy? Carry on." Talking. What do you remember? <laughs> remembering something from before he was born, and as he was, yeah. older, he was forgetting about it. 
and he was scared and he was asking his older brother if do you remember what it's like still or was it gone from you as well oh, and he took me like write it down i don't know many four or five roles i can write actually but oh that's crazy <laughs> Yeah, the, the, like if, if that ever happens, like to a child I know, I'm just I'm bringing them in, and I'm like, right, sit down. Let me just give me all the information you've got about awesome. what you're experiencing. Yeah. Just get your phone out, like, go on, tell me everything. <laughs> if you if you're not articulating it correctly, it's still a weird thing for a little kid to say. Mm. But just just by what we what we've talked about so far every every one of those stories has been when you were a child yeah mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? so it's like it just it goes into that that you are more susceptible or more open to these things when you're a child and as you grow old you know. well, i've had most of my my spooky <laughs> as an adult actually um, and my mum lives in the, um, the house that i grew up in now and she still has things going on there now. Oh, uh, you're telling me about the um, is it the cannonball thing? Oh, the cannonball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you even mention it because you're you're basically um, <laughs> incriminating your mum. I'm looking down at criminals. So um, I'm going to say out here because like you can't. I don't know. Can this go down in court of law? I don't know. Um, <laughs> I seek out the exact places of, uh, of of where of where this occurred, and I think you'll be all right. Uh, yeah, I'll be I'll be vague enough. So when my mum and dad were um, sort of sixteen, seventeen, because they got together quite young, they went on holiday up to um, <laughs> a town in Scotland. <laughs> uh, they went to a famous house of a famous um, monarch and stole a cannonball from it. Standard. Yeah, um, my dad made my mum put it in her handbag and we're like, this thing is heavy. Like, <laughs> it's not like an easy thing to nick. It's not like a bowl or you know what I mean, a knife, queen's knife or something. You just have no, a whole, a whole cannonball. But it's um, it it moves in the house. What? Yeah, it's it's still in my mum's house. Like my mum and, da and dad's house. It's still there forty years later. Um, nearly forty years later, and. Uh, so there, there's um I've I've heard it a couple of times, but there's one time particularly my, my twin sister told me about where um when we went when we all lived there together, we were redecorating the the, the landing, so there was no carpet, um and we shared a um, a room me and my sister, and one night she was awake she couldn't sleep and she heard the cannonball for some reason the homeless cannonball was on the in, no. in the hallway at the time, and she heard it roll no. from the landing to our <laughs> And then back again. Oh no, that makes it so bad. Yeah, when it goes back again, you're like, yeah, that's okay. what I was like, could have just rolled, could have just, just rolled. It went. It's not going to go back again. Yeah. And I was telling Steve all about this last time, one time when we were chatting um, about this about this cannonball, <laughs> because um, last year, no, not last year, because I haven't been anywhere in a year. Year before, um, me and my husband went. Um, went away to Scotland for our wedding anniversary and we were camping and we went to this little town and we went to this monarch's house and there was something in my head about it I was like mm, something, there's something about this place I, I, I know I've either been here before or something I was wandering around <clears throat> it's, not very, it's not very big it's really quite a small place and I get to the second floor and I see this um this pyramid of cannibals is one missing and I was just like I was like cold I was like 
Oh no. <laughs> That's what my parents wants to go home. <laughs> there was a sign on it saying, please don't touch the cannonballs. <laughs> <laughs> Nick one years ago, we don't know where it is, you know, they're going, uh oh. Yeah, and I was like, oh my God. And so I, I, I took a picture of it, texted it to my parents, I was like, you did this. this is <laughs> <laughs> what would you do if like the, the, the ball just rolled past you and then just like put itself back? <laughs> oh, I'm back. <laughs> or, or the other balls just rolled after you, like, do you know, like they're missing the dad? <laughs> oh, it's just like, I just felt, I just felt just cold looking at it, like, oh my God. There is like, so you think about it, when, if, if, if you can have a haunted house, yeah, if you can have like a haunted house, which apparently you can, mm -hmm. then that means inanimate objects can be haunted. So you could have like a haunted Cannon. pencil or cannonball or, you know what I mean? Haunted yeah. cup, why not? Yeah. <laughs> Last time I, I spoke to Stephen, I was telling him, I was telling him about this cannonball. <laughs> and we were having a laugh and I was just like, it's, I swear it's haunted by somebody. It might even be haunted by the woman herself, who knows. Um, and I went to my mum's because my mum bubbled with us. Um, so I could go, like we could do whatever. <laughs> and I was in the, I was in my mum's living room and I, um, <laughs> and then the cannonball was there. <laughs> in the living room. I was like, Mom, did you put that there? She was like, no, why would I put it there? I'm like, well, did you put that there? <laughs> she was like, no, I swear, I didn't even know where it was. Because it just sort of moves around the house. It just sort of is oh, never exactly. in any, any place. And I was like, it's because it knows I've talked about it. <laughs> you sent me a picture of it as well, didn't you? Yeah, you <laughs> 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 I'd be gutted now, actually. Like, now it moves around and it's not like a violent cannonball and it's not going to attack you and it just moves I around. Guess, yeah, I'd be I'd quite, it. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be a bit... You can't take it back, you'd miss it. It'd be like getting rid of a pet. You know, where's the cannonball? Where's the pet cannonball? They said that on the, on the 40th anniversary, they're taking it, which is coming up. They're, they're going to take it back. But I was like, how are you going to explain suddenly that that cannonball's not missing anymore? Especially <laughs> you'd be crossing the streams, taking it back. You'd, you'd probably end up, like, open up a portal to another dimension. You've got yeah. to keep the cannonball now. Imagine if you they took it back and then they got home and it was there waiting for him. Yes. Oh my god! <laughs> Never... Imagine that. Oh my god, that'd be well freaky. Arms crossed. Yeah, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> it got some goggly eyes stuck on it, so it looks angry. <laughs> yeah. It's got a dent. It does have a dent in it. I think it's because I think it's been fired before, so there's a big dent in it. Oh, it could be pointed by the person that like copped it in the head. How many deaths did that cannonball like cause? Yeah. Could have done it. Could like, it could be haunted by hundreds of people. Yeah, it could be like a soul catcher. Could have like <laughs> sunk a boat with hundred people on it, and they've got a hundred tormented souls just like rolling a, around just inside like a cannonball. Yeah. For for all eternity. Oh. Yeah, 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 like, like mimicking the open ocean that they were on, rolling from side to side. Just thinking about it, actually, when you're about like inanimate objects. Like I had um, when I used to live in my old house, the one uh, before I moved where I moved here. Um, my keys used to move, and I swear, to, I, like. For the most part, I just thought it was me, like, just forgetting where I put my keys. But it happened so many times that I was like, I definitely put those keys there. Like, and now they're on the kitchen side or on the, they're on the living room floor. 
So I used to take pictures of my keys. It got to the point of taking pictures of my keys to then prove to myself that I did. I put them there. Cause it, it, but then it had never happened, you know, like, you know what it's like? It was just so weird. But then it got, so there was one day, right? I, <laughs> one day I, um, my partner was at work and, and I was, at, I was at a day off or whatever. And like, I woke up and I was just playing on the computer and, and I got a knock at the door and I, I was like, I'm in my dressing gown. Like I stink. I'm definitely not answering this door. <laughs> so anyways, <laughs> So it just it kept on knocking and knocking and knocking. And I was like, who the fuck is this? Like, what do you want? So I, went, so I went to the door, like crept to the door, like really slowly. And I was like, so anyway, I looked through the people, couldn't see anyone there, but then the door like knocked again. I was like, who the fuck's this? So I didn't, I didn't answer and I just stayed really still. And then all of a sudden, then really slowly and some keys just, just fell through the, um, through the letterbox and I was like what hello <laughs> Sally had basically locked the door and left the keys in the door <laughs> somebody knocked at the door like a salesman and found the keys so obviously just put but at the time I was like the keys like what are you doing to me <laughs> so yeah after that I just kind of forgot all about it but <laughs> it's interesting that you had to try and take pictures of it and then it stopped doing it yeah like yeah. And the keys are sentient they're aware they're being watched <laughs> Yeah, so it it was definitely me. Yeah, I remember uh, when we first moved here into this house about I don't know, eight and a half years ago. Um, the uh, this house is pretty old, like eighty, sort of nine years like that. So it's over a, you know a hundred and like thirty years old, and um, a few times there was like do you remember you put we put like a glass on the side you know on the side like no way it could fall off like nothing around yeah. it to knock it off and it was a glass i'd stolen for you from a pub okay you see again stolen, cannonballs, stolen, stolen stolen glasses i stole this old school looking like beer <laughs> glass for tom and um and you and it basically fell off didn't it yeah, it was. I put it on the side. It wasn't. I forgot about that. I didn't put it like on the edge where it's half hanging off. Because if you're going to put a big glass down on the edge of a table to the point where it falls off when your back's turned ten seconds later. You must have put it right balancing. It must have been balancing for you to. And you put a glass down. You'd know. I didn't. I put it right in the middle, and then it's. I remember that now. And it smashed. Yeah. yeah and it, I still don't know what caused that. Cat probably. No, but there was you know, like animals around, and there's sometimes you're in, in this house and you're like, and you've got you, all the all the you know creatures are in one room, and then you hear some creatures are in one room. You've got all the cats. Sounds like the animals house. And you're like, what? <laughs> and you, you, you know, old houses and stuff. I think. But you always, for me, I always just go, meh, it's just a noise. Yeah, yeah. You'd be like, you'd be sitting in front of the TV. Be like a crack or a bang or something, and then we'll all and we'll hear. I'll look at Hannah. We'll both look out the out the uh, out the door, and and both of the cats. The, the only other noise producing biological entities are in the room with us, and we're like, well, what caused that? And there and the cats are staring at the door as well. You're like, well, they are something. It's also Shit. That, that one night that because um, Tom always tends to go up to bed before I do, and I was watching a film on my laptop, and I had headphones in. And you were like, like, what were you watching? 
it was really loud. It was whistling. It was some whistling or something. And and I was like, well, I was going to get was, up and come down and tell you. To I stop. was watching something on my laptop with headphones in, so you wouldn't have heard what I was watching. Mm. It wasn't on. Ghosts. Ghosts, man. It could be. Whistling. Like, the potential, yeah. yeah, potential that, I don't know, someone died in this house 100 years ago and. You know, we think that about most houses in the UK are probably like over 100 years old. And I bet you like 60, 70 years ago, it was common for people to die in their houses. Yeah. Well, not only that, but the like, I mean, I know my dad was telling me the story um, years ago because say my dad passed away when he was 60 and that was like 1997. So his grandparents had both, uh, well, his parents, my grandparents had both died before I was even born. They were that old, do you know? But he always told me that when his dad died, they had him in lying in a coffin in the house for like a day yeah. before the funeral. So like, and that was, that must have been commonplace around the entire country, do you know, like to have that scenario. Yeah. I couldn't imagine it. Yeah. It would be... I'll just say this, a pine box wouldn't go with my decor anyway, so that... that. <laughs> um, I said my mum's house, like my mum and dad are both together, but my dad lives over in uh, in, that, in the UAE, so it's just my mum at the moment by herself with five cats. Uh, <laughs> and someone someone died in that house before we moved in, and it's the reason we moved in, is because she died. What? <laughs> really? A friend of mine at the time, it was his grandma, um, uh, and she died where, so it used to be the kitchen door that went to the the, um, the garden and it's now the door to the extension and she died on that doorstep, just killed over and died. Just um, out of the blue, just plugged it. Yeah, and we actually, um, it's, it, we think it's her that actually haunts the house because she was a really heavy smoker and we moved into the house when I was about eight, eight, eight or nine. And we used to, so we had the door, the back door, and then we filled in the back door and put a sink there um, in the kitchen. And me and my twin sister would be washing up, and we would suddenly smell like really strong, like cigarette smoke. And no one in my house smokes. Um, and then it would just disappear. It would just go. Weird, so, isn't it? Yeah, and then we decided to knock the door through again because my dad was a DIY enthusiast <laughs> and um so he knocked that through that again and we decided to build an extension and um even now i don't like going in that extension at night time there's something really weird about it and the the frosted door that, that shut that showed that you know to from the kitchen to the extension like you can i have i have seen something walk past that door like several times really? yeah and what you, have you seen what, what does it look like just, just, just looks like someone walks past just as a person like a it, solid person is it yeah. like is it peripheral kind of view of it? No, no. Like actually, like on. I'll be in the kitchen, in my mum's kitchen, and the door will be shut. It'll be night time, and I'll be making a brew or a sink or whatever, and I'll just be, I'll be like looking at it, and we just go. Wow. <laughs> you do wonder like, because if there's something in this house that was, I don't know, if it, if it say there was some kind of entity in this house, whatever it is, isn't malicious or nasty mm. or because mm -hmm. I feel very comfortable walking around in this house I don't feel uneasy at all mm -hmm. but at my mum and dad's house um and I know it's probably because when I was younger you know but I would all, my room was like right at the end of the hall and it's not an old house right it's kind of mm. 
this sort of 70s house. So my the bathroom, you know, I'd have to walk all the way down the hall, past the stairs opening and into my room. And I would be fine going from my bedroom to the bathroom, but coming back the other way and crossing that dark stairs, yeah. I would jump and leap the last bit, you know. <laughs> and like, I don't know, when I was about seven, maybe eight years old, there was a guy that lived over the road from us and we lived in like a cul-de-sac. So it was like, I don't know, seven houses. I was like three mm -hmm. right on one side and like three on the other. So it was pretty like small little road. And so, and there was a family that owned three of the houses in that road and they would, and they decided to rent out this one house to other people. And um, this guy, it's a great name, um, decided to rent this house and he was, I think he was a private detective. Um, and he used to, and he hadn't been there very long and like, I remember his, his co-worker would turn up at like 7am, beep his horn, wake everyone in the road up, he'd come out and they'd go off to work together. And I think he maybe lost his license at some point, I don't know, he couldn't drive himself so he's co-worker picked him up. And, um, and, and, he'd, and on weekends and stuff, he'd always have loads of like ladies in his room. And they were all like helping him do the garden in the front and stuff. Because like I say, it was a cul-de-sac, so it's pretty safe for like you to, you know, kids to yeah. run the road, like barely any cars ever came down. And um the one we had a dog uh, when I was quite a big dog, and my mum would come home in on her lunch to let him out and give him some food or whatever and the one day she came, and this tiny little cul-de-sac absolutely crawling with police like crawling and um and she asked what was going on and apparently there had been a suspicious death in this house <laughs> it turns out barry murdered right murdered no and uh ultimately his wife hired hitmen his south african wife hired hitmen south african hitmen to come and kill barry because he's such a cheating person apparently and i swear to god barry made me feel uneasy after barry i always felt uneasy in the house like i swear barry stayed he was <laughs> to hide the time of death and then like left him there it could be that because you knew that somebody got murdered over the road while you were but you know, like, asleep or something yeah, like, to like death. i mean these people were rubbish because they got caught pretty quick like they didn't get away so with don't it. hire south african hitmen that's what that's the yeah. moral of this story <laughs> <laughs> Not if you're gonna go for one go for a russian guy <laughs> yeah, russian, yeah yeah they wouldn't even know what killed them <laughs> radiation my point is like I, I never felt uneasy in this house even with the strange sounds and the weird like some things falling off but in my mum and dad's house always felt like in the dark just is that barry it's barry man barry's sort of as is still there as is still there i would be surprised you might you know like that kind of quick yeah yeah like young quite young you know it wasn't because the dude drove up in the morning and was like knocking on the door trying to get barry to like answer and then 
saw like a load of birds on the floor and oh shit breaking. Don't they say they're like traumatic, like sudden deaths are the one like if you get like brutally murdered, that's where like I don't know your the uh, emotional energy of your soul gets yeah, imprinted like onto the local out. environment or something. Yanked know. out paper fast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I think you, you hit on a good point though, because like for the most part for me like you know when i was saying about my my story of her you know looking at that photo and whatever it, it was a feeling for the most part do you know like just that that feeling of like dread and you know and, th and things like that and there's there's even to this day there's like places that i'll go to and you know you're just living your day-to-day -day life doing your day-to-day -day thing and then all of a sudden i'll go i don't like it here like did you know like I, you're walking somewhere at a hotel or whatever it is and i'll be like I don't like it. Yeah. There's something about it that I just can't, I can't put my finger on. Like, weird. about paranormal, especially buildings that like you're sensitive you, to. You it. know, if you, yeah, there's like a, a feeling, like it's not, you don't see things, but you feel cold or you smell a smell or mm. have that. Hear a, a, a cannibal that rolling around. Cannibal, <laughs> cannibal rolling around. Wax you at the side of the end. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I have like a story about that sort of weird feeling because um, actually when when, um, when me and my husband got married we didn't have um, very much money because I was a student and he just just had done his his first years as a teacher so we were a bit we we're a bit brassic so we couldn't go on, on a honeymoon we didn't have any money to go on honeymoon but my mum's friend has a cottage in a village on the Yorkshire Moors and it's a 16th century cottage it's really old really nice and they said that we could go there for a couple of days after our wedding and we're like oh that's really nice thanks you know lovely <laughs> off we go we packed our cannonball and off we went that's <laughs> <laughs> really, really nice like thanks so we get there and like we're unpacking it's really tiny little little, little place and a really lovely little cottage but um i just had like had this feeling as soon as i got out of the car i felt like i was being watched like you know, you get that feeling that someone's looking at you like, oh, it might just probably just one of the neighbours or whatever. So going to the cottage and we're looking around and stuff and we're unpacking and we notice that we've forgotten tea or milk or something. So husband goes down to the shop. I know, right, proper. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in this cottage and it's three floors. So there's like the living room and then there's the bedroom and the bathroom and then there's another room upstairs like a double ring or something <clears throat> and I'm unpacking in the in the main bedroom and I, I can hear something upstairs what? like so it sounds like someone walking from one end of the room to the next that bowling ball <laughs> <laughs> no not the bloody cannonball <clears throat> and um so I was like oh and you know you got that that, that oh, feeling you know like oh this sounds like this feels a bit weird so I just like shut the door and waited for for husband to come to come back and um that night, so we were sort of asleep, whatever, and I, I don't really sleep very well anyway. I'm, I'm quite bad with insomnia. Um, but I wake up in the middle of the night and there's just this feeling in the room that's just this feeling of absolute dread. Like I could feel something in the room and it scared the hell out of me. I was just like, I was under the cover, I was just like, oh my God, I, got, I don't know. Did it feel like, what do you, what, can you describe the feeling? It's like, do you know when like, you get that scared and your heart is like going like a million miles an hour, like thumping yeah. in your chest, and it just it felt like something was in the room, but it wasn't very nice. Mm. It's just like, oh my god, I'm trying to wake my husband, and he he sleeps like a log. I'm trying to like poke him, like, oh, wake up, wake up, and he didn't, and it was just like 
it was the weirdest, most horrible feeling I've ever had. Oh. And then I fell back asleep. And then I woke up again and I kept hearing noises in the in the cottage next door because our bed was up to up to the wall of that, that room. And I kept hearing noises, like just random, like moving noises, you know, people walking about, opening cupboards, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then the next night I wake up again and the noises next door are like really, really exaggerated, like really loud, really frantic. So it's like, it feels like, sounds like someone like running around the room, closing and opening doors and really? banging and shoving things. I'm like, oh my God, why are these people up? It's three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> just like people then moving around. It's not like a, a noise. It's like. Yeah, like moving noises. Yeah. Um, I didn't really feel that horrible feeling. I only really felt like that that one night. Um, and then so the next day we're, we're moving, we're, got, we're leaving, so we're only there for a couple of nights. And I was thinking about the cottage next door, like all these noises that were going on. I was like, oh, what, like what's going on? Is it like a house full of like kids or something? <laughs> and I looked through the, through the window because I'm Nosy Parker and the whole cottage is completely derelict, like completely empty. Like cobwebs everywhere, dust. Okay. No. Nope. Nope. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I was like, I'm not going back there ever again. Like my mom sometimes goes there because it's her friend that owns it, and she has a friend, another friend who refuses to go into the house and stay there because her dog refuses to like even go into the cottage, so she stays in the pub. Yeah, my mum my mom goes, says, I'm not staying there overnight. I go to, she goes to the pub next door and uh, stays there instead. It's like, Whoa. I'm never going back there again. It was horrible. <laughs> I, I, heard, I heard a story. Um, I mean, it's anecdotal for the purpose of this, but because uh, I can't remember who the names of the people, but it's a real, it was on, I think it was on a podcast, but it's a real event that happened to somebody and they just moved into a house. Uh, I think they said it was like a an old house that needed quite a lot of work done to it and it was part of i think it was might have been part of it might have been an end terraced house mm. so the houses now also in the same sort of state then disrepute no one had been in them and they bought the house they're, in, they're doing whatever um and they they said they started hearing noises um and particularly when they're being in bed like they're, they're, they're backboards against the brick wall you know like the terrace houses and they could hear scratching they said it sounded like the scratching was directly behind their head and it sounded like it was inside the wall and they just kind of thought maybe it's, there's other weird things going on maybe it's like mice or some yeah. shit like mm. it's a wall, there's something inside it and uh, it came to a point when they heard um script like loud screams coming from immediately behind their head yeah. apparently either in the wall or on the other side of the wall the next day they went to the house because there was nobody there because it's like a sort of a sort of semi-derelict next door neighbor's yeah. house they went in to actually go up and see what was up up at that level behind the walls so they were trying to go see the, the inside of the house had the floorboards taken out and it was apparently just open canopy right oh, up to the roof. so when you look up with a torch to the opposite side of the wall where they were there's nothing there and in order to get up there to make the screens and scratch, you'd have to probably get like a scaffolding because it's like oh 20 times But yet they were hearing stuff on that side of the wall. Oh that's horrible. Yeah. 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 Now I've got goosebumps with that. That's cool. yeah. I'll stay there now. <laughs> there's, um, there's something that goes on at my mum's house. I'm talking about my mum's house a lot because it's literally the most haunted place I've ever been. And I said, my mum is there now by herself with five cats. And she still has these these feelings like and I've lived I've lived where I've lived there for about I lived in this area for about 20 odd years and the whole time I was at that house. 
there was always stuff going on. Mm. And there's one thing that happens quite reoccurrently, um, which we have affectionately named the, the front door ghost because we're very original and, and you know, <laughs> you can think of kind of some great names. <laughs> like, in the back door. Yeah, so basically the front door. <laughs> <laughs> But the front door is quite it's quite stiff and you have to like really push down on the handle to shut to open it and then it's like kind of creaks and then you sort of um and you know like to shut it you have to like lift the handle again so it's quite noisy um but if you're sat in the if you're sat in the, the living room which is next to the front door you can like so many times i've heard that the door open expecting someone to come in and there's no one there um but you hear the door so about sort of five we've lived in this house now about nearly four years before then me and my husband lived in my mum and dad's house while they were away um overseas and so it was just me and my husband living in the house just the two of us and all the time when he was out um working i would hear the front door oh, all the time and expecting someone to come in and it never yeah. happened and not that long ago maybe just a couple of months ago my mum um, was saying i said she's got five cats um and she was in the front in the living room by herself with all all five cats and she heard the front door open and she lives by herself <laughs> like nope and, and all the cats every all the cats stopped what they were doing and stared yeah, yeah that's the thing the animals give validation because they yeah. hear, you know like okay this is a thing then everyone's hearing yeah because they're not going to pretend to hear something and animals <laughs> like that, they just go and the, th the thing is they'll be like the cat, the cats will be with you know with with me, Sam, on the sofa. Maybe I've nodded off on the sofa, and or I'm just you know. And then the the cats will just be staring mm. at something, it like nothing, staring at nothing, or like tracking something. Mm. In the you're like you're looking, and you're like, there's nothing there. There's not a there's not a little bug, or and the, and the bean does it specifically where she will pinpoint fixate on one area, and then like move her eyes like she's tracking something i'm like what are you looking at oh my God. What <laughs> are you looking at? Awesome, it? <laughs> did, did the cats like chill uh, uh, over time in the door did or did they just continue no, they just, um, when that happened they they stood staring at the door for it mum said for about half an hour they just they just wouldn't oh, stop staring at it and mum was like oh please stop doing this i'm really freaked out I live by myself <laughs> yeah they're like in a little sort of an alarm aren't they animals that's yeah. the way i see it if, I, if yeah Dogs as well. Yeah, like dogs, yeah. Have you ever seen, I've seen a video, um, this guy did an experiment where he put a, uh, a video camera in his, in his house with his dog and about like 10 minutes before this guy came home, this dog knew and he'd be like sat at the door really excited and whatever and it was just every single day. They just, they've just got this, animals have just got this different thing, haven't they? Yeah. They know, they know what's going on. It's weird. We do. I mean, we might have far superior brains, but we haven't got a clue, really, have we? What's, what's going on in the grand scheme of things? External things, like devices, and computers, whereas yeah. they little rely on their brains to get stuff yeah. done. Yeah. Heightened senses as well, like yeah. hearing and vision, especially in the dark. So you're kind of like, okay, so yes, there's an element here that of sense that you have that I don't, but it's still like. What what could you possibly be seeing? Mm. Yeah, or hearing, or, or smelling, hearing, or feeling smelling, air yeah. pressure. Could be anything. Could be any tiny, subtle change in the environment that they can pick up that we can't. Yeah. 
Yeah, because that's what these ghost hunters like look at, don't they? They look at changes in air pressure and orbs and you know and all this that, and the other and and dogs cats and whatever other you know hunting animal they have that anyway that's what they have installed in them so yeah, yeah very weird you, um, spooky animals is your uh is your fish materialized or not the fish no <laughs> fish we also had my bigger fish dave he just I mean, <laughs> he said goggly eyes and he he um he died recently now i got him when he's quite a big fish so he could have been an old fish anyway and i've had him for a few years and he had like a hole in the top of his head didn't he just got yeah but it, goldfish, i mean man. goldfish but but yeah this goldfish never it just disappeared Completely. Yeah. We've spoke about it before, but this wasn't a small. It couldn't have jumped no. out. It was impossible for it to jump out. It's impossible because people were listening to it again. No, no, your fish can jump like, out. Like it couldn't. It's sealed in. Sealed lid, and there's like this much gap between the water level and the. T the and area this is one of these stupid fish. Escape. It wasn't like one of these like fast ones that are agile. <laughs> like it was one of these like basically a pug goldfish. <laughs> and it's wiggling around the water. Yes. yes. Oh my God. It wasn't in the tank. It couldn't have gone into the filter because, again, that's not possible. It was no. fatter than the inlet. So he's not, not going to get in there. So we searched everywhere. I mean, there is two obvious sort of excuse. I mean, cats. I mean, but I don't they, know. But the thing is, they've never shown any interest to the fish, like at all. Like, even when they're kittens, they don't sit at the tank looking at the fish. Yeah. Oh, the only interest they have in the tank is the warmth that mm. it's give so they sit on top of it i'm just fully waiting for that fish to turn up but we'll go downstairs and it'll be in there the then i'll freak out fish ghost oh, i can imagine if you got haunted like a haunted fish tank and it was that goat and that, that little fish in it haunting it i'd love that <laughs> <laughs> you know what could have happened it, it, the cat could have just got it out like playing with it dropped it on the floor and at the same time your Roomba Hoover just come along and just gone, see ya, took it all up with all the water and all the evidence and just bug it off into the other room and then that's that, all gone. <laughs> I think portal, I think we've got a portal in your fish tank. Do you know what, because as well, like a day or so after, the lights stopped working. Oh yeah. And they started flashing. Yeah, it's like flashing. And, and then like a few... <laughs> week later i don't think i think you were out maybe and then i was or you it was at night you can and then just rolled through it, it's like, like, <laughs> handball, <right? laughs> but the light was off and then they started flickering i was like if that fish is in that fucking tank i'm not <laughs> going to it yeah. but it's just yeah weird. like these things from fish tanks go missing but not like that like a whole fish the fish the things that have gone missing out of fish tanks before have been like things that i'm not surprised it might have been able to escape the tank or a tiny little fish that can tiny, yeah them. or a tiny fish that can yeah definitely be like consumed by the other animals in the tank oh, God. Mm. we had loads of tetras and stuff that have disappeared and you understand because they get eaten right but this fish no too big it was way too big to just get eaten you would have to have removed it and buried it kind of size <laughs> i generally think it's some sort of fish portal that's in yeah. your tank 
Yeah. I'd love to know where it went. Where did it go? Where's the bottle going, man? Where's where's that fish now? <laughs> it's funny because like people, it seems like most people that you speak to do have some. They've they've had an experience with the paranormal, mm. whether it be yeah. like completely outrageous and they've been abducted by aliens or something, to just like every bit, like even like the keys, like you were saying, Steve, like your keys. But a lot you took photographs of your keys. There's a lot mm. of people that were just not even. They go, oh, I must be misplacing them. And then they wouldn't pay much attention and just, mm. but there could be loads of weird things happening like that that we're just not paying attention to because it seems like most of these people do have weird shit happen to them. Yeah, I mean, I, this house is a bit, this house is, I've not had anything happen in this house, but um, before this house was built, it was a bungalow. Um, and then they knocked it down and they, but they bought, built this big house now here. And I've never had anything in this house. It's really strange. I had some weird noises in the because we got we own a field next to our house and we built a pond. Dug a pond. <laughs> and I've heard noises. I've heard splashes of the pond. We don't need. I mean, right. Yeah. For the for the most part, though, in here, like like you say, Tom, it's. Most people have had an experience of one thing or another, um, like say me with keys and and whatnot. And but whether it's something paranormal or like because we, you know, we're, we're logical beings, aren't we? You know, like we. So if something happens that that doesn't fall in our logic, you go, well, that's unexplained. I can't explain why I put my keys there, and then this one I woke up and they're there. For the most part, it's probably me just being like a twat and not remembering where I put my keys or moving my keys and then going and then not remembering that I'm in my keys. You know, like there's so many things that you can explain, but then, but like one time out of a hundred, it might be that something's moving my keys. So that's what for me makes it really interesting. It's, yeah, I thought, yeah, exactly. And I know that I always think it's quite interesting.